morning. Happy August 8th. I'm Greg. Welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up, where, as I've mentioned before, I take the readings that I've read, and sometimes I'll read a little bit of it to summarize here. Sometimes I'll have some commentary with it. A lot of times that might relate to our world, our culture today, and some other thoughts as time goes on. So, this is following the yearly reading plan, Bible in One Year 2023, Nikki Gumbel. If you haven't done it and you're just landing on this podcast right now and you're thinking, well, it's already August 8th, he just said that, and uh, I've missed like over seven months, well, that's okay. Just jump right in right now. It'll give you a head start for doing the whole thing next year because I plan to do this again next year. Different reading plan, though, probably. Our readings for today are Proverbs 19, 13 through 22, 1 Corinthians 4, and 1 Chronicles 26 through 27, although I just see right now I don't have that in the crayon, right? That's okay. I forgot to put the little 2620 in there. Um, so getting back to Proverbs, uh, I'm going to read to you verse 21, quote, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail, end quote. Now, of course, none of us knows what tomorrow will bring here in time. We can plan a leisurely day or fill our calendars with business meetings. My Outlook calendar is always ridiculously filled Mondays through, through Fridays. Or plan our workouts, yes, even for leg day. I, today was leg day for me. And sometimes you, or at least I, have the inclination to want to skip that but that's particularly as you get older that's what i mean it's very important to do that particularly for balance my 85 year old self will thank my 56 year old self but the lord's purpose no matter what we plan will always prevail that's one of the reasons why i suggest praying that suggested for myself i tell myself this all the time and i share it with you not for specific wants, but for wisdom for the Lord to show direction, particularly if we have a big decision coming up. Old Testament, or rather New Testament, we're in 1 Corinthians 4. Paul continues to, cautions us rather, to not, quote, make judgments ahead of time before the Lord returns, for he will bring our darkest secrets to light and will reveal our private moments. This is verse 5. So who do you think that Paul's saying that God will reveal these things to? You might read it very fast and say, well, God will reveal it to himself. God already knows. He's following you around in real time. Pretty convinced of that. So, so if not God, then who? Will he reveal to others? Well, possibly. It's an interesting conundrum there if you think about it. How would you like your friends and family to know all of your most personal thoughts, even and especially about them, I guess, in some cases? But I don't think that that's what Paul is saying here. And again, as always, I'm not a biblical scholar. This is my opinion, my interpretation of the time as I learn more because I'm walking along this path learning just like you. I might have a revelation that I was wrong on this, but what I'm 
as of today, the way that I think about this is that uh, I think what he's saying is something different. Let me, let me, he goes on at the end of this verse to say, then God will give to each one whatever praise is due. So just based on that one statement, I think Paul is saying that God will reveal all to each of us when we're there. Now, why would he do that? Well, perhaps this is needed as an understanding. So when, I don't want to make this sound overly transactional, but when we're assigned our praise and our rewards, well, this is why. It's because of this, this, this that you did back in time. But actually, I think it's deeper than that. And let me, I, I think I can, I think I can demonstrate what I'm talking about by, by this. Can you list all of your sins that you did today? Think about that for a minute. Some of the, the outward ones would be very, very, very easily. Maybe you cut somebody off in traffic, for example, or weren't patient with somebody or something along those lines. But it's the sins of thought that seem to constantly rack up a never-ending fountain of temptation that then we, through Christ, do not act on. I mean, if you think about it, no pun intended here, but if you think about it, our thoughts, at least mine, do wander. And sometimes you catch yourself like, well, wait, I don't know. No, why am I thinking that? Well, Paul has explained this before. It's the carnal nature and time that Paul speaks of. So perhaps Paul is saying that when we are to truly meet God in all of his glory and presence and see him in his entirety, we have to see ourselves in our entirety first. Now, going on, he seems to disagree perhaps with how the Church of Corinth treats others, focusing on judgment. This is really the whole point of what he's talking about here in this, in this reading. In verse 10, he says, quote, Our dedication to Christ makes us look like fools, but you claim to be wise in Christ. You being the church there. And then Paul lists attributes on how they live the faith, how he they as believers should, how he lives the faithful life, him and the apostles, and then says that they, the apostles, are treated like the world's garbage. And and what I'm getting here is, and I think what Paul is saying is that the church at Corinth maybe had a feeling of superiority, a little bit of ego going on there, was president of the Corinth church. But Paul says that he's not trying to shame them, but rather help them. And that begins by imitating him. And I don't think Paul is saying this out of some sort of an egotistical way. I think Paul recognizes that he has learned as best as a human with our carnal nature and our temptations can to live for, with, by, and in Christ. And so he says, I am a living example. I am. I have dedicated my life to be a living example. Imitate what I'm doing. He's, sometimes, you know, when we 
are trying to teach folks, whether it be children or folks in jobs and that sort of thing, is it's lead by example. That's what Paul is saying here, in my opinion. Now, to help, he sends Timothy to remind them how Paul follows Jesus. Why is this? Well, verse 20 says, quote, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power, end quote. Now, that's our choice as well, too. We should choose actions over words, and we should look to Paul to see him as an example for us. I know it's hard, but it's, it's a consistency that we have to do with regards to we don't just say that we belong to Christ and then just kind of leave it there. It's, it's a kind of a constant theme that I've talked about before, that of living the faith. Now, in 1 Chronicles 26, we pick up there in the Old Testament, verse 20, and it continues the Levite duties of the temple, starting with those who were in charge of the treasures of the house of God. Leaders and their lineages are listed. Now, what I got from this short part of this reading is that it is godly, right, and required to be good stewards of God's house. And that translates into being good stewards of our churches today. Now, the difference, though, is that we're not called by lineage, how we serve in the church, but by gift to serve in our churches. Needs to be in balance with our other responsibilities as well. So, in other words, it's okay to say no if church volunteering overwhelms other aspects of our lives, the lives that God intends for us to live. Sometimes I think people get a little bit guilty. They think that they should do more. They can't say no when somebody asks, can you lead this drive or can you volunteer for coffee or can you whatever. Sometimes it's better to say no if you realize that that's going to cause undue stress in parts of your other life. And then what ends up happening too is that you're not going to be serving out of joy. You're serving out of obligation. And I'm pretty sure that that's not the way it's supposed to be. First Chronicles 27 now is about accounting of military and human military human resources of an organization. Each of the 12 divisions served one month and had 24,000 troops. Then the division commanders are listed. Then the leaders of the tribe are listed. Yeah, I found it, though, interesting. I have mentioned it, I think, before on this podcast, but I am very much a proponent, being a, a military veteran myself, that... I am a proponent of the consideration that everybody should have some measure of military service in their respective country. And why is that? Because I think at that point in time, you gain a greater appreciation for the country and what it takes to keep the country going, if you will, so to speak. What the country means, particularly here in the United States with regards to freedoms. I do think that there is more of a sense of entitlement in the United States than in any other time during my 50 years of existence here. Not all those years was I aware of, the, even understood the meaning of the word entitlement, but you understand what I'm, what I'm saying. I think that having that sort of skin in the game helps an awful lot to, to reduce that entitlement feeling. You don't see many veterans that act that way. I'm not saying that it's ubiquitous, that not that that, ev that it's across the board, that nobody acts that way, but I don't recall having met anyone personally like that. 
Now, remember I talked about the census before? It was an evil thing. Well, apparently that was never finished. I guess I didn't get that when we were talking about that before because it wasn't finished because it angered jo uh, God. This is something that Joab, Joab really pushed back to David on. And then officials and roles of David's kingdom are listed, and that rounds out the readings for today. A lot of interesting things going on today. I had a lot of interesting thoughts with regards to today, today's readings, and I do enjoy sharing them with you. I hope that in some way, shape, or form, you enjoy each day like this. And my hope and prayer for you is that you live today as if the king is coming back today. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care.